This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Welcome to this episode of Alopecia Life. Today's guest is VJ Hamilton. She shares her journey with multiple autoimmune conditions and how it led her to pursue a combined passion of science, nutrition, and helping others as an autoimmunity nutritionist. The conversation took a couple twists and turns around the gut, cellular health, and an online community where others with autoimmunity can share their tips, tricks, and bounce ideas off each other. Vijay, welcome to Alopecia Life today. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Oh, so glad to have you as well. We are going to talk about our health today. We're going to be talking about you and what you do and also your alopecia story. And, you know, usually I just get started by by talking about hair loss and how it relates to our lives. And if you'd like to just kind of start off talking about that, that would be amazing. The start of my journey with autoimmune disease in general is discovering that I had alopecia when I was seven years old. So my parents discovered a small, I'm, I'm sure, you know, your audience have maybe gone through the same thing, discovered a small patch at the back of my head. And, uh, you know, they seemed very worried. And I, I do remember them being quite concerned and going to the dermatologist. And I felt worried, but I wasn't really sure why I was worried to be honest and I remember going to the dermatologist and he was a very kind really lovely doctor but he just gave me a steroid cream and said you know it should grow back there's really not much more we can do and from really yeah from being seven years old I then did experience hair loss through different stages of my life very fortunate now that over the last seven years, uh, really through working on my health for for the fact that I had chronic fatigue syndrome and some other issues as well, I've now managed to be symptom-free of all my different autoimmune symptoms. And that's why I'm very passionate now about helping those with autoimmune disease. And I'm a nutritional therapist and run a clinic where I just focus on working with clients who have different types of autoimmune disease, including alopecia. Uh, nutrition and lifestyle to help them and obviously alopecia can be a challenging condition sometimes it's just um, that acceptance piece and finding ways to for my clients to feel the best and you know if they have any other inflammatory symptoms we work on and then other times we see the hair regrowth and I do find that when clients come to me at those early stages we can really start finding what the underlying root cause of the hair loss might be and by working on that you can find that the hair does grow back and it grows back for the long term similar to what happened in my my case as well but as you know you never really know where you are with these types of conditions you, you're never cured of them but hopefully you know as I'm working with clients and in my own health as well the goal is to be symptom free as much as possible Right. 
Right. I think there's kind of a pivotal point that happens, right? There's something that that happens where you go, okay, I'm, I just can't do this anymore, right? This is, I'm feeling pain, I'm feeling whatever might be associated with what you're going through as far as autoimmune conditions. And and there was kind of a pivotal point for you. Yeah, so I, I had the hair loss. I also developed um, skin issues like psoriasis and acne. And that was really when I was a teenager in my early 20s. Um, and I did go on to study uh, immunology at university, really, you know, because I'm interested in science, but also because I was interested in autoimmune diseases and what the causes of them were. So I went on to really focus on autoimmune disease at university. But then I went traveling and I decided after traveling that I would uh, see what the corporate world was like. And I became a chartered accountant. And during that time, it was really climbing up the ladder, lots of, you know, long working hours and late nights. And, you know, I was fairly driven. I was uh, willing to put in the extra effort. But as a result of that, I think with the autoimmune disease I already had, and probably that susceptibility to inflammation, I, over time, I mean, at at this time as well, I mean, during my A-levels, so during the last years of high school, I had started feeling very, very fatigued and that continued on through university. They told me that I had a sister virus to glandular fever, that I wouldn't be able to, there wasn't anything that they could do. And then for years after that, I struggled with fatigue and joint issues. And really it was in my early 30s that the fatigue had got so bad that it had started really affecting my life. I hadn't really realised how much, but falling asleep everywhere, sleeping on weekends, doing some exercise and feeling like I had the flu for five days. And at the time I thought that that was normal. And then it got to a point where, because I was swelling in a lot of my joints and at some point my ankle just was so swollen that I couldn't get a shoe on to go to work. But I did manage to get to work because I I was at that <laughs> of that mindset that you know you don't take a day off work so I went into work but they're really good about it but I think at that point I was like no something's got to change here mm-hmm. um, and I did start studying nutritional therapy because of my love for science and at the time I was not sure what I was going to do with it but I just thought oh, it'd be nice to put kind of the science I've learned into practice started studying nutrition and functional medicine. And and that was when I was like, actually, I'm going to do some functional testing. I'm going to really find out what's going on in my body. Um, And I did find some different imbalances and nutrient deficiencies and started working on those. And really over time, you know, with each six month stage, I would say I would feel a lot better and my symptoms would improve. And as I said, to a point now where I live symptom free and it wasn't an overnight success it it took time Um, but I remember with each stage I was like oh I I can do that now or oh I haven't had any swelling for a while and and you just start noticing because you don't really see the small changes but when you kind of take a look back over a certain period of time you, you do see the improvements so yeah that's where I got to and then I changed my career <laughs> as a result of that as well uh, so I decided to move out of because I was uh, working in tax at the time in a corporate and decided to move out of the corporate and start my own business um, in nutritional therapy working with as I said clients with autoimmune disease and that's what I do now and I, I love what I do it was a great experience working in 
as a chartered accountant I met some amazing people so I don't regress it but I just feel like this is what I was meant to do now which again is very rewarding when you're doing something you love so yeah it's all worked out yeah it sounds like you're right where you should be it's awesome and I love that you've taken this and you've been featured as a health writer in Cosmopolitan the Telegraph Glamour magazine and other health magazines what are they asking for as far as providing information I mean because autoimmunity is like hot right now right I mean we wish it wasn't but it's like there's new autoimmune conditions coming forward constantly so it's huge right now yeah, I mean, in terms of like the magazines, the newspapers, often people just want tips that they can apply to the, you know, practical tips or information that they can apply to their everyday lives. So it's just really helpful information about immunity or about gut health, because we know gut health is so central to the immune system as well. And then cellular health and energy. Um, so really just providing kind of my advice around that. Uh, but I do also do health writing. So I, I write for Thrive magazine. I love to write. So yeah, that's another passion of mine. So I, you know, have my own blog as well. Um, and so I wrote, write for various health magazines, mainly just sharing information about autoimmune disease, different diets that you can try for autoimmune disease, the, the connections between different autoimmune disease and say gut health and and sleep and, and other things that are attached to people developing autoimmune disease like hormones. So yeah, so I really enjoy all that side of it as well. I do, I do really enjoy the research piece. And as I know you're aware, you know, this is a constantly evolving picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, the, the latest research and see what they're finding because yeah, it's, it's very hopeful as they kind of dig in more to the detail of these conditions. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about gut health a little bit here, but I think in the world of health and the medical world, it's kind of a fairly new topic, you know, and, and when I say that, that means, you know, in the last 20 years, right, which is, it's kind of fresh and new and becoming something that we're paying more attention to. And it, it, there's still a long way for us to go in understanding gut health. And I heard a podcast you we're on where you talked about cellular health quite a bit in relation to gut health, or are they two separate things that we should be looking at? Or are they kind of interactive? I think everything's interactive mm-hmm. to gut health. I agree that there's still so much more research that needs to be done, but I do think the gut is central to everything because one, if there's inflammation in the gut, it can often lead to systemic inflammation. And there's other things as well around the gut. But obviously, it is where we're digesting all of our nutrients and food, other than those that we absorb through through the sunlight. So when things are out of balance in the gut, you could become nutrient deficient. And we know there are a lot of nutrient deficiencies attached to hair loss as well. But the cellular component is really interesting. And I do think it could be influenced by imbalances in the gut and potentially inflammation in the gut as well but it could be viewed in isolation so our cells have 
a membrane around them, which is really, really important. One, to help us detoxify our bodies. So getting those toxins out of the cell and out of the body. But also it is has all our receptors for our hormones. So making sure that our systems stay in balance and that our, you know, our different organs and, and tissues are, are being able to respond to those hormones and neurotransmitters. And when the cell's out of balance, obviously there can be dysfunction in those processes. And one thing that we know the cell is hugely important for is energy production and especially you know around the hair follicle we need to make sure that the energy system around the hair follicle because the hair follicle is like a mini organ Mm -hmm. in itself and you know we need to make sure that it's getting the energy supply so one we can think about circulation and making sure that it's being oxygenated but also we need to make sure that there is the energy there and there's an energy system in the cell and a lot of the time when we have more of an inclination to inflammation or what we call oxidative stress when there's a lot of free radicals in the body, you can end up with an issue with your energy system in your cells. And that can lead to various chronic symptoms, including hair loss. When I'm working with clients, there's three core tests that I kind of focus in on and three core systems, which would be um, the digestive system, the cellular health, and also hormones. Uh, But I do think the digestive system and the cellular health almost comes first and sometimes hormones being out of balance can be in relation to those two other systems as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Definitely. And you said it took years for you to get to where you are today. And then we also talked about how everybody wants practical um, solutions, easy ways to kind of start to rebalance our lives. And I think that those are good things to start with. Do you have any kind of quick tips, even though we just mentioned that this is not an easy process to kind of get your body back into balance? Do you have any quick suggestions for folks when they're listening on what they can do to kind of start the process of feeling better? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things in terms of my own journey, which um, might be helpful for for people to know about. And it's probably not a quick fix, this first one. But one of the things that came up for me, and you do find this in a lot of the research, is the relationship between celiac disease and alopecia. Mm -hmm. And I found, and, and there's various kind of mechanisms why that might be happening. But one of them is the fact that it when you have celiac disease it it causes damage to the digestive system which again can lead to nutrient deficiencies such as an iron deficiency for example people may go to the doctors and find they have an iron deficiency but really eating enough iron in their diet and maybe confused why that's the case and again there can be several reasons for that but one of them could be that they have some form of gluten sensitivity or gluten is causing damage to the gut and I know unfortunately gluten's gluten-free has become a little bit of a fad but I would say in my own journey by identifying that as being an issue for me when I took it out of the diet I did see some big improvements in my symptoms and that doesn't mean for anybody listening to this that you need to take gluten out of the diet but what it does mean is identifying things that 
you may be sensitive to in your diet. Now, I really encourage everybody to eat as many wholesome, healthy foods as possible. I'm not really as much kind of for a very restrictive diet. But I think while you're healing, if you do have an issue with a certain food, then it is worth taking it out. And unfortunately for me, taking gluten out of the diet long term uh, seems to have been the most beneficial. But actually, I I don't really miss it because there's so many alternatives now. And yeah, I, I, I just see that I'm feeling a lot healthier as a result of that. So that might be something to explore. But then a part of hair loss, I always think, is making sure that you're eating a lot of nutrient dense foods because our hair follicles need so many nutrients in order for our hair to grow and what you can find is when you maybe take out food roots from the diet or you're not eating a lot of nutrient dense foods in the diet that you can become nutrient depleted and as a result of that especially if you're trying to encourage hair growth so you've already you you already have some hair loss and you're trying to stimulate that hair growth you really need all those really healthy active nutrients which you can find in one piece of advice that I often give is just have a tablespoon of cod liver oil every day because you've got your healthy fats in there and some active nutrients as well but eating lots of different colorful vegetables so really making sure that your diet has an abundance of vegetables and the easy way to do that is when you're eating a meal with every meal can you count three different types of vegetables because that's making sure that you're just getting in all that different color as well Mm -hmm. having those healthy fats and those healthy fats come from a lot of different things like oily fish so as I mentioned with the cod liver oil but you can have the avocado oil the extra virgin olive oil uh, coconut oil and you need really all of those so really focusing in on healthy fats and I'm mentioning healthy fats in particular because I find that they are lacking in a lot of people's diet and then the other thing is our hair is made of protein Mm -hmm. and so just making sure that you are getting adequate amount of protein because Some of these nutrients that we know, so these micronutrients, for example, something like biotin, that we hear about uh, as being um, important for hair growth, really that works on the protein synthesis cycle. So if we don't have enough protein, those micronutrients aren't going to be be able to do their job. So we need to make sure that we're getting adequate amount of protein as well. So there may be just things to think about in your diet and just making sure that you're you're getting those every day. Those kind of my kind of key tips around diet. And there are other things people can do as well. But yeah. And I think that when we're talking about this, this so often we, you know, it can be perceived as we're like, oh, yeah, everybody's just has to grow their hair back, eliminate gluten, we do this, and then the hair growth is back. But like you talked about, sometimes it's about feeling actually it's always about feeling better about what what is going into our body and and the way we're feeling overall and the dedication to our personal health is one of the greatest things that we can put our energy into yeah exactly so yeah that's the thing and when I'm working with clients with alopecia really depends on the stage but a lot of the time we're focusing in on different um, elements of their health as well so their energy system, how their di- you know how their digestive system feels. Do they have any symptoms? Um, sometimes people are coming to me for weight reasons as well. So there's lots of different reasons somebody will come to me, and it is really by incorporating these types of things into the diet, they're feeling loads better. And as I've experienced myself, it can be 
emotionally challenging these types of conditions and when our nutrients are out of balance or our hormones are out of balance we can actually feel uh, really bad just as a result of those imbalances happening in our body so getting all those set can really kind of lift your mood as well I do know there's the emotional piece putting yourself in the best health position can really help me feel motivated and help me feel better so yeah the, the different elements that we work on together fantastic and you talked about one-on-one coaching that you do but you also have an online group that you're working with and you have a facebook group that is really fantastic i'm part of your group and i love how much content you provide and just really helpful information i'd love for you to share about all of that that's coming up in the future and what's going on right now yeah, so I have a community on Facebook called the Autoimmunity Community. And I just really wanted to set it up to not only have a space for people to, for us to talk about autoimmunity if we want to, but just a really lovely open space to chat about lots of different things. Because I know years ago when I first got diagnosed, well, I was very young when I first got diagnosed with autoimmunities, but even when I got older I did feel quite alone I think there's lots of great groups around now and you know as much as there are some negative things about social media this this is definitely a positive that we are beginning to feel less alone and we can find groups locally as well through social media but also just to share anything I can um, I do believe in taking a personalized approach but there are lots of things that we can do in in our daily lives to help our health and as you say, not just to, not just to focus in on hair regrowth, but also to focus in on just feeling better every day. And so, yeah, I just share a lot of tips and uh, we share recipes and share discoveries and things that we found that might help each other out. So, yes, it's, I, I really love that community. I love being part of it every day. And the other thing that I have developed is I call it the Regrow Hair Naturally program. So it's a program which just focuses in on understanding potentially your underlying root cause of hair loss because there are lots of different reasons why we can experience hair loss. And there probably are multiple reasons, but really just digging into that because it could be gut health, it could be nutrient deficiency, it could be stress. And understanding that is great. And then as part of the programme, I kind of work through all the different foods that you can incorporate into the diet. I I provide you with a a meal plan that you can use, um, some some more natural supplements that you might want to start including and also some lifestyle strategies and lifestyle activities that you can start incorporating to really help you feel better and then other things you know just providing advice around topical treatments and those types of things as well if you want to give those a try so there's lots of information on there and you get it for life. And as part of that, you'll also join a Regrow Hair Naturally community to, to really share your findings. I'll be sharing more information and just to have that ongoing support. There are some great groups for alopecia, which I'm part of as well. But yeah, this will all be aligned to the programme. So you can go through the programme as many times as you like. And it is quite a nice reinforcement and a reset if you need it. 
that's what I have going on in my one-to-one clinic, which is uh, where I'm working with clients very closely, really, and working through any inflammatory symptoms and autoimmune disease and, you know, providing them with diet and lifestyle options. And they have my support throughout that. So that's, a, that's my clinic, which is the Autoimmunity Nutritionist Clinic. So, yeah, so quite a few things going on. Yeah, working with some great people and really enjoy it. Fantastic. I love to hear all that you have going on. Where can people find you when they're looking for you? Yeah, so um, you can find me, as I said, on my website, which is www.theautoimmunitynutritionist.com, posting daily on Instagram, um, so sharing um, some helpful advice on there, which is at The Autoimmunity Nutritionist. And then my community on Facebook is The Autoimmunity Community. So Hopefully you can find me in one of those channels, Um, but feel free to reach out. I love hearing from people. You know, if you have any questions or you fancy working together, then yeah, definitely send me a message. Fantastic. And I just want to say thank you so much, VJ, for being with us today and sharing your story and all that you have going on in the autoimmune community. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Deanne, and thanks for all you're doing. I was so excited when I discovered your podcast for all the information you're sharing as well. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more about VJ, join her online community or be part of her self-paced online or live hair growth reviver program, which happens twice a year, check out the show notes for those links below. Feel free to ask any questions in the Alopecia Life Podcast Facebook group or on Instagram. VJ is tagged in those posts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is meant for general information purposes only. If you are enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review for Alopecia Life wherever you download and listen to podcasts. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to alopecialife.com to find out more information on courses, coaching, and a ton of free resources.